but gamify the experience. I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm 52. Like if I'm not going to do this, when am I going to do this? Right. What am I going to look like when I'm 60? Am I going to be alive? And if I am, am I going to be like, you know, in a wheelchair? I don't want that. So yeah, I, I gamified the experience and I actually made it public. Hey there, my friend, it's Dr. Anthony Valduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. Today, we have an amazing, powerful, and very inspiring conversation for you. We are joined by one of our Fit Father brothers, Andrew Mearson. He's 52 years young. He's joining us from Canada. And for the last four months, he used this program to drop roughly 40 pounds. But far more important and impressive than the weight loss is where Andrew came from. And I'm not going to steal too much of the thunder of this story. He experienced a series of tragedies starting in December of last year, moving over around five, six months that would rock anybody listening to this show. We're talking about family stuff, losing job, all of this, like just a tremendous amount of pain and destabilization. And like many of us, he turned to eating his feelings and drinking his feelings. And we all kind of know where that road leads. And Andrew was asked a question that you're going to hear during this podcast that kind of shifted the trajectory of what his life was going and how he was going to do this. And he ends up diving into this Fit Father program in conjunction with 75 Hard, which we get into as well, um, and some meditation practice. And truly, this man, Andrew, changes his life mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually in four months in such a way that you are going to be shocked. And the amount of just inspiration and wisdom in this conversation is just phenomenal. I left here feeling so grateful for the work that we do with FFP because as you know, listening to this, this is so much more than just a fitness program or fitness community. This is a chance to really transform your life on all levels through the realm of getting better with your fitness, your nutrition, your exercise. But that's just the framework for actually self-improvement, for maybe even self-actualization. And Andrew's so clearly on that path. And it inspires me to know that he's doing this kind of work. And I hope that you listen to this and you take some inspiration to take your game to the next level. And if you're the kind of guy right now that's going through some problems and some tough times, know that it's possible. And Andrew gives so much phenomenal advice on what he did to get out of the really dark hours and get back into the light and how it's impacted all areas of his life and his family. So without further ado, let's get into Fit Father, Andrew Mearson's story on the FFP podcast. All right, Andrew, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm quite honored to be here today. So I'd love to kick things off with a little introduction where you can share with us your name, your age, where you're from, mm -hmm. and anything you'd like to about work and family. Okay. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Andrew Mearson. I am uh, in the back nine of life. I am 52 years old. Uh, I am from a place just outside of Toronto called uh, it's Georgetown, um, Ontario. Some people call it Halton Hills. Uh, and family, I have, I'm married, uh, just celebrating her 20th wedding anniversary this, uh, summer nice. and two kids. Uh, my daughter, she is 19, just turned 19 and my son just turned 14. So everybody's got birthdays in July. Cool. Uh, and for work, uh, I work at, uh, I'm in sales for ADP payroll company. If anybody's, uh, familiar with that, I was at LinkedIn for almost 10 years. Um, cool. and I have a little side hustle. This is not for me to, to plug it during your podcast, but, uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> it's called licensed to sport. And what we do, I, I love sports. 
Um, what we do is we create customized license plate covers for minor sports associations. Nice. And then we give $5 back of every sale back to the association as a bit of a fundraiser. Oh, that's awesome. So like a, like a little league team or a hockey team yep. or something like that. Baseball, get, basketball, yeah. football. Actually, we're, we're selling them to golf tournaments as well. Okay, um, so is it licensedtosport.ca or where do people find this? It's .com, licensedtosport.com. Yeah. Okay, cool. And Instagram nice. handle too. So yeah, that's the side hustle. And um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Okay, so from what I can gather... I mean, a busy life, right? With your marriage, your two kids, working some high-level corporate jobs. Like, what kind of prompted you to start to take your health more seriously? How'd you find the program? Why were you even searching for something like this? Yeah, great question. Um, so I've, I've kind of struggled with, you know, weight fluctuations my whole life, I guess it's part of, part of my genetics maybe, but also really part of my habits, right? And um, funny enough, like your your Facebook ads, maybe you're paying for them. Um, for sure, we're paying for them. <laughs> yeah, well, they paid off with this guy. Um, I was just scrolling, and the name of your company as well would just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, "Fit Father Project? Like, what the hell is this?" Yeah. Um, so I decided to do a click, and then I just I read what you were doing. I read your story. That impacted me big time, and that was a few years ago, actually. Um, and read your story, read the program. Uh, I loved how you structured it that, you know, the, the uh, exercises would change. I love yeah. your approach to, uh, to the uh, nutrition, uh, but then also the accountability piece as well. That, that really hit home because, you know, there's a million workouts out there. There's a million fitness gurus out there, uh, but that really set it apart for me. Uh, yeah. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what time? So you, I mean, you got connected with us through the Facebook ad a couple of years ago. When did you like really dive into this and like go full bore into this journey? Like I'm writing a mission statement. I'm starting the first 30 days. Yeah. Um, so I did that a, a couple of years ago and then I just, you know, just kind of went off it for a bit, but then I really, really started again, uh, back in April of this year, um, where I, I said, okay, you know what? Um, you know, cause there's a lot of things that happened just, just up, prior to that in my life, mm -hmm. a lot of changes. Um, and I said, okay, you know what, I'm going to just, I'm going to attack this and I'm going to take this quite seriously. So started right around April. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, we're recording this so people don't know, like middle of August of 23. So it's been around four months, right? Four months. So you, yep. Okay. And what, how much, just, just so we can kind of paint a picture, like what's changed in terms of your stats, your weight and stuff like that in this period of time? Like what's the container of the results? Like more of like the, the stats really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm down like, uh, almost 40 pounds, uh, nice. probably about 37 pounds, uh, down waist sizes. It was really nice because <laughs> I was hitting quite a large waist size. So I'm down, it was, I think it was at about 39 waist size and I'm almost in back into 34 waist size. Nice. Two years old. Um, and then my strength, just, to, you know, push-ups when I started doing the push-ups and, and your apex work, I was a killer, man. That's, <laughs> you know, I, I think when I was starting, I was like, I struggled to do 10 to 15 in a row. Now yeah. I'm, I'm almost at 40. Um, nice. you know, my goal is to hit 50. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's how much I've improved over a short period of time. So those are just some high level stats for you. My uh, pull ups are something I are, are my Achilles heel right now. I still think mm -hmm. I have a few pounds to lose, sure. uh, but I'm using the bands. Nice. Um, so I'm up to about five or six with the bands right now. So my goal nice. is to get rid of the bands and just get that first one. So I'll let you know when that happens. <laughs> that's super cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's what a 
it's a really freeing feeling to have strength with your body weight and yeah. to be able to crank out the pushups. Like, I think that's like where a lot of us maybe even started exercising like way back in time. Yep. You know, you start with things like pushups and sit-ups and like physical education class. And now here you are 50 cranking out 50 pushups. Like it's not too bad. No, it's fantastic. Oh, and the, <laughs> the other thing too is, is the cardio piece. Um, yeah. I starting like really just walking and, you know, could bear, could barely do much on the treadmill. And now I can do 45 minutes. No problem. Nice. Yeah. Well, I have the benefit of knowing a little bit more of uh, your backstory than we've kind of gotten into so far. And that's that this journey was certainly for you in terms of getting your health right. But it was also a way to kind of like heal generally from a lot of crazy stuff that happened in your life. So what what was going on, if you, if you care to share in whatever detail is appropriate for you um, in the beginning part of this year that was so challenging? Yeah, happy to. It was actually started at the, towards the end of uh, last year. So mm-hmm. um, I'm a, I was a hockey coach last year as well. Canadian guy, right? Shocker. <laughs> yeah. So I was coaching, coaching hockey, and, and then I found out that uh, my mother, uh, she's quite healthy. Um, she walked. She's just only 78. Lots of exercise, took her health seriously, ate well. She had a lot of stress in her life because my dad is not doing very well. So she was a uh, primary ca- caregiver. And then she just ingested a lot of stress. She did a lot, yeah. like, a lot of great things, like I said, eating well and exercising. Um, but then I got a phone call. It was on a Thursday night. Um, and I found out that, you know, my mother had a had a massive stroke. Um, and I didn't know that, that how serious it was, but I could tell in my sister's voice it's quite serious um and then you know it was a bit of a tragic evening because you know my dad is physically he's not well and and uh mentally he's just early onset of alzheimer's as well um but she had the stroke in the house and this was in the winter in canada uh and my dad uh the best he could went outside to go knock on the neighbor's door i don't know why he didn't call the cops but he went outside he also fell off the driveway and he was lying on his back. We ended up having two ambulances show up at my parents' house. My dad got rushed to the hospital in a small town. And then um, my mother went to a bigger center, a city called Kingston, uh, which is about three hours away from me. Um, so I hopped in the car and drove uh, that night. And I arrived probably 1.32 a.m. And it was a dark, stormy night. It was just a horrible evening. The weather was horrible. And I walked up and my brother said, I have a brother and sister. And my brother sent me a text and said, just, just be prepared for what you're about to see. Um, and, you know, I walked in and it's like she had aged like 15 years, like overnight. Um, and she was lying there and, you know, she couldn't speak. Luckily, she was still alive. And uh, I got to spend some really good time with her. She knew I was there. Um, and then my brother and sister left to get a... Uh, arrest so i stayed with her but while they were gone um you know she turned over and i I don't want to get too graphic here but she turned over and she threw up a lot of blood and at that time um it was just me it's me and the doctor and the doctor said hey like she's not coming back and my mother had very strict uh you know in her will just don't resuscitate me so i had to make that call to my sister and kind of knew but it was more official yeah. So then they rushed back and, and we, um, we, uh, sorry, it's just still a little tough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they came back and they took, they put her to palliative care. Um, but I remember there was so much going on and, and I drove back to my parents. house so was about 30 minutes. Cause again, my dad wasn't doing well. And I went and 
picked them up. Didn't hit me till I got home. And I saw my mother had made, <laughs> made a big pot of chicken soup. That's what she did. And I saw it. And I was like, she's never coming home for this. And I was just, that's when it hit me at home. And I rushed, I, I picked my dad up and I rushed back to the hospital. And um, I remember seeing maybe five minutes before that we hit the hospital, this big flock of birds, just hundreds of them right in front of me. I don't know what if that was a sign or not, but uh, I rushed to the hospital. And um, we got there within just about five minutes. And then she passed. Um, and she passed away in front of her grandkids and everybody. So that was that was a good thing. Um, but yeah, it was it was fast. It was tragic. It was under 24 hours. Um, so that happened. Um, and then we had to um, deal with my dad because he couldn't take care of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we it's up in Canada. It's really difficult to find um, you know long term care homes. It's yeah. a bit of a mess. But I don't want to get into that. So we had to arrange that. My sister moved in. Um, that was a lot of stress on us. So then we get into the new year, uh, and then my dog who, uh, big golden, uh, retriever, awesome dog had about 13 years, his health went, uh, then we had to put him down. Um, and then two weeks later, I, uh, I sound like a country song. Uh, <laughs> two weeks yeah. later, I was part of, um, some of the mass tech layoffs that were going on. I was working at a, at a startup. Mm-hmm. So that that happened in in February, um, and then my other dog he passed away uh, about three weeks after that. So just it was one thing after another, and you know I, I I at that time you know I we went on a vacation down to the Keys, tried to you know have some fun, but that time I just really you know as uh, jokingly but it's true I was eating my feelings. I was just yeah. you know eating and then drinking just to try to mask all the all the pain that I was going through. But yeah. still, I still had to look for a job, you know, and there's hundreds of thousands of tech people like me getting laid off. And I'm, I'm not young, I'm 52, right? So tons of stress. But I'll, I'll tell you what, what really started me getting back into this, uh, into the fitness and, and, and coming back to you and, and your program, sitting down with my wife and you know what, I was having wine. I was just sitting there, we were drinking wine and uh she asked me a question that's why i love her to death she's like would you hire you right and i was really <laughs> overweight and i was like that's a that's a good question no i actually i wouldn't you know i'm just like swollen and my yeah. energy i'm giving off is absolutely horrible and you know because i had a number of interviews i'm like you know what you're right you're 100 percent right um yeah. and then the next day i started and i have a look back since man Powerful question from your wife on top of just like a a pretty extraordinary string of events in such a short period of time. Yeah. And I I really appreciate you sharing that because I know all of us at some point in our lives has a period of life like that. Yours was very intense and honestly, like pretty fresh. Like we're not that many months away from that. And that's why I just think it's so tremendous that you were able to channel a lot of that and turn it around productively in a relatively short period of time. You know, so I want to hear how you did it. So you, you start the program. Do you write a mission statement? Do you start the nutrition? Like, I, where do you start? I did a, a, a combo of things. So your program was was the most important thing for me. But what I what what, what I did is I uh, started to meditate a lot as well. Yeah, super powerful because I believe that the battles in the mind, right? Yeah, if, if you if you can start to you know understand the power of your brain, yeah. Um, 
you can do anything, right? Yep. And, and this, 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 the weight I've lost is a manifestation of, of you know, mm-hmm. of, of a lot of the meditation. Your program helped me get there. Um, so let's speak about that because I think that's actually something I'm glad. Like I personally have a very deep meditation centering practice. For me, it's like it's it's like a spiritual thing. Like it's time with God, with the Creator, as well as like with quieting my mind. I want to hear about what meditation means to you, what it looks like for you, what your practice is, when you do it, and what you've experienced since you started doing that. Yeah, great question. Um, you know, I heard of, obviously we've all heard about meditation, and I was like the hell is it? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. What's the benefit? You sit there, right? And I was the biggest skeptic. Um, but then I, I saw a, a video. Um, it was a guy from ABC, that journalist that had the panic attack. I, I forget his name, but he, I, I watched that and I watched what he was talking about. Um, and he really simplified it. It's, it's really just watching your thoughts. Right. And, 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 you know, I, I downloaded the headspace app as well. It's really simple for me. Um, so just really understanding, like, you know, you, you know this as well. It's like, you know, you, um, your thoughts are like the weather, right? Yeah. Beyond that is 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 sunshine all the time, yeah. right? So just really understanding. It's like, okay, this is the thought. Okay, I've got this anxiety in my brain. Like, is it real? Yeah. No, it's not. Or, hey, I don't want to work out or I want to do this. It's like, this is just a thought. So I, I'm able to, like, recognize them for what they are. Uh, And it's it's had a profound impact on many layers of my life, not just the fitness piece, but like just the family dynamics and everything too. Like, um, you know, I used to be quite reactive to things and and now I I respond, right? Yeah. Back and and think. And, you know, for anybody that's listening to this, you know, obviously that we're going to talk about the physical uh, part Mm -hmm. of Fit Father, but meditation to me is, I think it's, it's so important to do because you, you start to understand the brain and how it works. Yeah. And I think I'll I'll comment. Yeah. I'll comment too. It's like over time as those thoughts keep on crossing through your awareness, like they lose charge, they lose importance. Often the mind can become more, more peaceful. And then you start to experience yourself beyond just identified with your thoughts. And like, that's a powerful space, right? Now you're getting into a deeper experience of who we are beyond the racing mind. And now, now we're in some deep territory, I think. Yeah. And it's like anything else. It, it, It takes time. It mm-hmm. takes practice, um, you know, and I, like everything uh, else I've done, you start small. And I, yeah. I started with like three to four minutes. Um, now I'm morning, up to, evening. When'd you do it? And I want to yeah. know what you're up to too. But like, when was? How'd you get this in your in your life? Yep, yep. Um, so, I just how did I get it in my life? So, with the the job I worked at before was a, it was a coaching company. Yeah, all about mental fitness, mental health. Yeah. Um, and then I've just been introduced this by, by some friends and, um, you know, after just going through all that period of time, I'm like, I'm just going to give this a shot. Like it's mm-hmm. not going to hurt me. Right. Uh, so that's kind of how I was introduced to it. And then when I do it, I, I do it in the morning. Uh, okay. I, I find it really frames the day for me. Um, you know, that, that works for me, I guess maybe for some people it might be good midday. It might be good at, at night. Know, right. know yourself. Yeah. Uh, when it works, but but morning really really works for me. Just ten minutes, that's it. Yeah, and then nice. you know I, I I usually do it after a workout. Yeah, right? because I'm just in that that frame of mind, mm-hmm. and I could just sit and I'll have my coffee, throw my laptop open, and start work. That's nice. And I'm ready that's... for all the all the challenges that come my my way. I'm in sales, right? So yeah. I get disappointed every day, right? I just don't <laughs> take these things personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, one other thing I want to mention, um, 
I start, I, so your program, like I said, was paramount to everything. But what I did is on top of that, it was like a meta layer. Um, mm-hmm. I incorporated that 75 hard program. Have you heard of it? Nice. Of course. And we've right. had some guys come on here and talk about blending yeah. them both. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. So I did that. So it's like, I'm a big believer in building habits as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So the results come from all the habits you build. That's the mm-hmm. James Clear, you know, the guy that wrote that yeah. habit book. I read that yep. book as well. Um, so that just, that really helped me um, in terms of, being able to structure my day and I gamified the experience. I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm 52. Like if I'm not going to do this, Mm -hmm. when am I going to do this? Right. Right. What am I going to look like when I'm 60? Am Mm -hmm. I going to be alive? And if I am, am I going to be like, you know, in a wheelchair? I don't want that. Um, So yeah, I I gamified the experience and I actually made it public. Um, Mm -hmm. I did an Instagram post. I said, Hey, guess what? Anyone that follows me, I'm probably going to annoy you. So just, just don't follow me if it annoys you, but I'm going to be posting my 75 hard results every day. And if I, mm-hmm. if I mess up, I'm honest with myself, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that and I found that I just really held myself accountable coupled yeah. with all the other things that, that you have for the accountability. I just yeah. found that, that that really worked in just developing those habits. Hey, it's Dr. Ray. I want to quickly pause this episode to thank you for listening to this Fit Father podcast. I am just blown away at how amazing this podcast has become. I had no idea when I started FFP around 10 years ago that it would grow into such an impactful mission. And I want to let you know that I am so grateful to be connected to you in this lifetime. And on behalf of me and my entire team, we are so grateful to be in your life, helping you get and stay healthier for your family. That's what I want to share. Just some gratitude from my heart to yours. Let's get back to today's episode. So for those who are not exactly familiar, run us through what the requirements are on 75 hard, like what you do every day for mm-hmm. 75 consecutive days, not miss any days. What's the what's yep. the check sheet that yep. you get done? Yep. Uh, it's a, it's, so there's two workouts. Let's start with the physical piece. Uh, there's a 45-minute outside, a 45-minute inside, right? So your workouts I would be able to do within about 45 minutes. Sometimes it would mm-hmm. go, it was minimum 45 minutes. So if yep. I was a little bit longer with your workouts, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did with my outdoor workouts, especially when I started, I, I'm lucky enough to live in a really beautiful spot where I've got mm-hmm. like trails. Um, yeah. I just walked. I started nice. walking. And, you know, that's good for your mental your mental state sure. as well, right? Um, so there's those two pieces. Uh, t- reading. Ten, only 10 pages a day. It's amazing mm-hmm. what you can do with your day uh, and how productive you can be when you have this. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're so busy. I'm like, Actually, no, I can actually fit this. I can fit all this stuff in, right? So I mm-hmm. took advantage of being unemployed um, and it built the habits because I said, you know, like I may as well take advantage of this time. That yeah. um, by the time I got my my new job, I was already had incorporated it. So back yeah. to the back to that two workouts, 10 pages a day. Um, I think it's two gallons or gallon of water. It's a gallon of water, I think. Gallon of water. Um and follow a good nutrition plan, good like nutrition, some kind good of nutrition plan. plan. Uh, and then an accountability photo every day. Yeah. Right. Um, which I found really helpful, really, really mm-hmm. helpful. Just, and that's not bragging. That's nothing to do with that. It's just seeing your progress as, as you, as you go. It is super powerful. So yeah, yeah it's just fight built, building the habits and then finding the right programs that work for you and your program really fit for me. Yeah, it fit right into this framework. And I guess I want to reiterate for the people who are hearing that 
The thing about 75 hard that makes it so challenging is you don't miss a single day for 75 days or you mess, you, you start over. You gotta like day 74, you missed one of the workouts. You didn't read the book. Sorry, over. So it's like, it's a real testament to really being powerfully committed and honest uh, and consistent. So, yeah. I mean, talk about values that were very useful for you to cultivate at this period in your life when you were feeling sad, destabilized, you know, and knowing you needed to make a change. Yeah, exactly. The world had turned upside down. And the other thing it yeah. did for me was it really, um, you know, with the meditation, all that stuff, right? Um, really um, bifurcate the right word. It just or sure. separates of yeah. really learn what you can control. Yeah. And stuff because all that all that other stuff, most of it I couldn't control, right? And I yeah. was always found myself worrying, and that's where the anxiety came from, worrying about all the things I couldn't control. Mm-hmm. And then the 75 hard really provided me that structure. It's like, yeah, I can control when I get up to read my 10 pages and you know get my exercise yeah. in. And once you start to understand the power of that, then you yeah. start to see other results in your life, right? Just to come yep. to fruition, right? Yep. Man, I relate to that so much. I mean, like, like I, I've shared this with you before, but like when my dad died, I was searching for control and fitness was the one thing I could do that was predictable. I could invest and I got a return. So it's like, it's amazing how just doing one thing in one domain then translates to a way of life and mm-hmm. creates power in other areas. And I want to ask you now, like today, right now, as we're speaking, how, how sad are you? Or like, how would you describe your emotional state? And compare that to what it was, you know, the in the days leading up to when you were just drinking wine and the feelings and your wife asked you that kind of fateful question. I would say, yeah, that's a fantastic question. Um, so I would say prior to this, um, I was like this, right? Um, just up and down, right? And, um, you know, obviously all the events that happened, I was, I was pretty low and I was masking it with all the, all the bad food and drinking and all that stuff. So I was, I, I was pretty sad. Now, um, I, I find myself a hell of a lot more balanced than I ever was. Right. Like before my mom died, um, I was more like this, right. Like, yeah. you know, have some drinks on the weekend and like laugh and everything. And then Monday morning would be like, Ugh, right <laughs> now <laughs> it's true. Now, yeah. now I'm much more like this, but I just happier overall and, and way more calm. And way yeah. more understanding um, of people and empathetic. Um, you know, maybe that comes with age too. But I would, I would say that it that it's a direct result of of the exercise and the and, and the nutrition and the meditation. For sure. How could it not be? It's not like you're that much older than you were. Yeah. No. <laughs> five five months ago, right? No. You know. True. But I think the wisdom you gain was through tough experience as well as practices. And I think that what I want to really draw out is what I found powerful is you were feeling a certain way. And instead of like trying to really work on those feelings like directly, you just dove into actual practices and daily habits that ended up transforming all of those feelings indirectly. Mm -hmm. So it's like you channeled yourself into action and habits and productive things. And then it changed this emotional stuff that's like hard to even work on. Like, yeah, you can go to therapy and I'm, and I'm all for people doing that if that's, if that's really good. And it could, and quite frankly, your meditation and your accountability was a form of like self-driven therapy that you did in conjunction with this program. But it's just so cool that if you're feeling like crap and things are destabilized, get yourself into action and then things are going to change as you stay consistent. Like that seems like a huge theme in your story. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Action for sure. And, and, you know, 
just to, you know, a- anyone listening to this, um, you know, I don't know where everyone's going to be at a different level physically and mentally. Um, just start small and be consistent, right? And, and yeah. you know, um, celebrate your wins. And even if that is like a, just a 30-minute walk for 30 days in a row, and then you dive into the next phase, um, you'd be so surprised and you realize how powerful you are as an individual. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it will help you get through whatever tough times you're going through because I can guarantee everyone, well, I'm sure everyone's gone through tough times, um, yeah. you know, because it's just part of life. Yeah, for sure. And I think this process is about building faith back in yourself and your word and your ability to be consistent. There's like a level of trust that's built when you do something. Mm-hmm. And I, I obviously fully agree with you with start small. And I actually also agree with you in start big. And what I mean by that is if, if, if someone's like you were at a point where they're like, man, I want to do something like 75 hard. Like I think I need like a full reboot that also works. Like 100%. it worked for you. You like committed to something very clear and you, tr- and that's why you were able to transform so quickly. I mean, to be able to transform on the physical level and the mental, emotional level and on your habits in let's say four to five months like this dramatically was, was directly proportional to the intensity and focus you brought to this, which was just deep commitment and showing up every day. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it really inspiring for me. I want, I want to hear more about like, uh, and, and please comment on that. And then I do want to hear about like what it's like on the FitFollower 30X program, like the initial phase, what you started to change with your nutrition, some big ahas there. I'd love to hear about like getting drinking out of your life and just kind of get into more of like the lifestyle that you started to adopt as you're, as you're going through this. Yeah. Okay. Great question. Um, so yeah, the nutrition piece, um, what I found when I, when, when, um, when I started, one of the challenges was, um, really starting to plan your week right because mm-hmm. you, what you want to be able to do is 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 have the right foods in the house to, so yeah. it's very easy for you right because we have you know we all work right so yeah you're working um you don't want to have to go to the store on monday or tuesday right so plan your week out plan what you're going to eat as best as you can um and as best as you can get rid of a lot of the junk in the in the yeah. food, in your house because it's so easy to have um, yeah. and you know, I, I found, I just kept it quite simple and, and, you know, figured out what I liked from, from the program. Yeah. One of the things that I, I had religiously was, was, uh, your, your shake, your protein shake. Nice. Um, absolutely love that. And I crushed that after, uh, after, after my workouts and that really easy, easily became an easy habit, something that I mm-hmm. actually enjoyed, uh, yep. after the fact, um, so yeah, just just keeping it simple and making sure that you're you're well planned out for the week, um, and then understand and start. Um, it's not going to be easy, right? Just accept yeah. the fact you're you're going through change, and and that's yeah. okay. Um, but you know, I, I, over time, it just continues to get easier. And then for the for the fitness piece, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the workout I hated the most to start was was the apex. Um, I'm sure, it, but you know, all because. Honestly, I, when I started, cause I was, I was almost 250 pounds, right? Like yeah. Just, and not muscle. I think as you saw my picture, yeah. um, I think I could only get up to maybe six. Yeah. Right. And it just kicked my butt. Um, but there's nothing better, um, than getting to seven after, after, you know, period of time and then eight and then nine and, yeah. and 10 and, and, and tracking all of that. Um, I hope yeah. that answers your, your question. It sure. It certainly does. I mean, I think 
I'm glad that you just mentioned as well that the Apex is hard, but the value in it is that it's hard because one, it's a super effective workout from all these different angles, but two, you get to confront hard things and then get a little bit better. And then you find yourself doing 40 to 50 pushups months down the road yep. by working it. So it's consistent incremental progress. And, and also, like you said, tracking and, and finding a lot of joy in the process of the change itself. And yeah. It's about little wins. Yeah. And then the, the next piece, I think you, you had mentioned, yeah, the, um, just changing my habits and, and, you know, the, the drinking piece and, you know, I had good run, I had good runs with booze. It was, I'm not going to say it wasn't fun. Um, but you know, I, I'm probably like a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, I just don't really have a stop sign, right. Um, for it. And, you know, I'd love, I, I'm a little jealous of the people that can sit and have one or two, but I'm just not that guy. So this goes back to being completely honest with yourself. If you're going to go through change, have that self-assessment of, of who you are and where you're at. Uh, it's not easy. Like you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and it's just like, oh my God. But it's also super powerful and really recognizing that. Because what I found with with drinking, it was just, you know, it just sets off a, a real uh, bad yeah cascade of bad things happen after that big time it's it's like you yeah. drink on a friday after you know after a long week of work or saturday right you get you get friends yeah. over and sunday you're like you feel like crap you're not yeah. going to exercise you're going to sleep in you're not going to do the, the chores you want to do around the house you're going to most likely this, this was me yeah have bad food like it's easy yep. to grab a big mac after having beers or For wine sure. before and I guess what guess what I would usually do on a Sunday night? I wouldn't have a lot, but I'd have a couple glasses of wine Sunday night because I'm just right. like, Ooh. and then get to sleep. And then Monday, I'm not productive at work. I like as much as I want to be. And do you think I'm yeah. going to work out Monday? Hell no. And then yeah. Monday night, go to bed early. And then all of a sudden it's Tuesday. So yeah. you start to see these, these, these effects and especially as you get older. Um, and I was thinking about that, the way I look at working out and drinking they're kind of similar, but like opposite, yeah. right? And just to hear me out here, because yeah. um, the end result is what you want to do is, you, you know, we're all looking to feel good and, and you know, mm -hmm. have these endorphins and all these good feelings. But yeah. drinking, you get it in the immediate, right? But the next day you, you pay for it, right? Yeah. Working out is the inverse. You might go mm -hmm. through hell like the apex. But guess what? Within a half an hour or an hour, you feel like you feel like a million bucks. So that, yeah. that to me was the similarities. It's just like, okay, you're going to get your fun first and you pay for it after or one <laughs> the other way. And there's health benefits. So that's the way I look at it. I just kind of took took that uh, and just, yeah, throw my, threw myself into exercise and it's the best thing I've ever done. Man, that was such a cool analogy. I've never heard anyone say it quite like that. And it seems so true to me. Like the drinking, you have fun for three hours, you pay for it for 24 hours plus. The, the workout, you suffer for 30 to 60 minutes and you get benefit for 24 hours plus. Like, I mean, that's return on investment on the time is, is pretty, pretty solid on, on that for sure. And, yeah. and, and you're right, you are modulating. Uh, we're modulating chemicals and neurotransmitters in our brain in yeah. many, many ways. Yeah. It just so happens that this is a sustainable one. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and well, this is stated the obvious, but you know, the long, the longer term effects of continual drinking versus exercise, we all know yeah. what that is, right? One shrinks your brain, one grows your brain. A hundred percent. And yeah. and the thing is too, is if anyone's thinking of this, like, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm a sports guy and, you know, you get your buddies that just bust your chops and, 
You know, yeah. and they're and I'm listen. You come to my house. I'm gonna if you drink beer, I'm gonna serve you beer. I'm not gonna. I I have a fridge full of beer. I still drink it, but yeah, I don't really care. Um, but it's funny because they do. You will get teased at the beginning. Yeah. But then when people see it, it's like it stops, right? And ultimately, yeah. everyone's just really interested in themselves. So you might get teased for a bit, but then you know people will drink and they'll just get over it. Yeah. And I mean, the point of you changing is not to change anyone else. That being said, the necessary and natural byproduct that happens is you're still standing in your social circle with your family, with your friends. They're seeing the change they made. And just by you existing, they're reflecting on themselves through you as a mirror. Yeah. You know, they see you and they're like, do I actually want to make a change? And the answer may be no. Yep. The answer might be maybe. One day it might be yes. And just the fact that you're there doing your thing, you're making other people better. So yeah, that's 100%. cool. And the, the last thing I want to say about this is very important is just, you know, um, leading example, leading by example for my kids. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, my son's 14. Uh, he mm -hmm. plays a lot of sports and he's going into high school. You know what happens in high school, right? Yeah. And I just kind of want to show him like, you know, I want to lead by example. I don't want to be the fat dad anymore. Right. I want to yeah. show you this is, this is how you can live healthy. These are the yeah. yeah, that's awesome, and that's a perfect segue into my next question for you: is any any non-scale victories throughout this journey? Like maybe it's stuff that your family and your friends have seen or said. Obviously, cranking out the push-ups and you know certain things and the belt size and the waist size is like good NSVs. But I'd love to know any stories that were like, dang, that was a pretty memorable part of my journey um, of congratulations. And the second part, when you get to it, is how's your family really receive this? Besides your son, I want to know about your wife and your daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, the non, yeah, the non-scale victories I'd say are how I'm presenting myself. Um, one of them is how I'm presenting myself at work. It's, yeah, it's such a such a big difference, like being heavy versus coming mm. in and you're feeling good and you and you're looking a lot yeah. better. The confidence and the gravitas gravitas you bring into work, especially in a sales profession. For sure, um, has a significant impact, um, you know, I, to how you're you're looked at, maybe maybe to how you're treated as well. So I I found that yeah. to be uh, very powerful. But just I, I mentioned it earlier, just more of a regulation of like, you know, none of this, just more yeah. more of more calm, more peaceful, um, mm -hmm. you know, more understanding of people. Uh, those are those are like in, you know understanding my dad a little bit more like where he's at yeah um you know and it's those are some of my biggest non-scale or sorry yeah it's the NSVs those are some of my biggest yeah. ones right mm -hmm. beautiful yeah. and I mean I think it reminds me of this analogy that like the mind is kind of like the flower that sprouts from the soil of the body and you got the body healthier and now you have a healthier mind and then with a healthier mind it's a lot easier to take care of the body so it's like this generative good loop that starts to be created. I want to ask you too, I mean, obviously, well, one, I actually saw in a, a Facebook group, maybe it was a couple of weeks back, how there was a bunch of sales, sales group for Facebook group for some sales professionals. And they were talking about how many of the most successful sales professionals are very fit because it translates to all this, like kind of like unconscious charisma, you know, command. It says a lot about your habits, the way you direct your life and authenticity with your word and all this. So I can see that's very helpful career-wise. What has your daughter and your wife said about this journey? Oh, they love it. They love it. They're all so excited to uh, that I'm doing this podcast. My son's like, I want to come in. I'm like, well, let me just see how it goes. <laughs> no, they're they're extremely happy and, and proud. And um, you know, my uh 
my wife is working out regularly um, and, and my daughter as well. So it's nice. It's, it's all good stuff. Yeah. Cause I think you asked me about the family piece and yeah. it's, it's had such a uh, significant impact on, on everything. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you really don't get this um, until you can, there was struggling for words a little bit here um, yeah. to be able to take a look back and say, Oh my God, that's how I was. Right. Like yeah. not just physically, but like, this is how yeah. it was um, versus yeah. how I am now. And you, you start to see it reflect in your kids too. Right. Um, that, you know, things are just calm. They're calm. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, uh, I know we only got a few minutes left, but yeah. um, I just, I want to just take a moment and, you know, thank you for your program. And, you know, you, you obviously turned, you know, your tragedy that you had um, in your life into something like incredibly positive. And um, it's just, yeah, it works for me. And I always tell people they're, you know, because they're like, oh, what are you doing for working out? I I always mention your uh, Fit Father project, right? Mm -hmm. So got another buddy that just texted me and he's like, give me a workout program. So um, I'll be sending sending him hopefully some new business to you. Um, But yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah. For turning turning that around, and this is why I'm glad we're chatting because, you know, I I, I when I was going through it, I, I did think of you, and I thought of of um, you know uh, the tragedy you went through and how you turned everything around. So you're you're an inspiration for for what I've done. Well, I got to tell you, like the greatest gift that you give me is one this powerful conversation because we're co-creating this right now that a lot of guys are going to be inspired by and inspiration is a currency and a resource that we can create for the rest of time. It's free. It just requires goodness in the action. And then two, like the thing that I created that you're putting to use and creating this beautiful ripple in your family, your community, your life is like, thank you. So thank you right back. And I also receive your heartfelt thanks. Um, It's a really fun part of my career at this point to have built this program to have it be successful for so many guys and now to get to like stand back and kind of like awe and witness yeah. of the stuff that guys like you create with it. Dude, it's a, right? it's a, it's a ripple effect. What you've done, yeah. you like that stone in the water and hmm. I'm just one of the ripples. And then yeah. I'm making more ripples with the people I'm being around. Right? Lord it's knows so good. The, Lord knows the world needs it. It's so good it for it. sure. Yeah, we do. And you're doing it, man. You're living proof. So I'm so, I'm so stoked that this was such a great experience for you and yeah. deeply, deeply grateful I want to ask you in, clo- in, in closing two things. First one is one, what does it mean to you to be a fit father? And I'll ask you the second one next. It means to me, that's a really good question. Um, just directly for my fi- family and my kids is, is to show them what's possible. Mm-hmm. That that's it is, it's to show what you can do uh, in your life. Um, if you set your mind to something and you build the correct habits yeah. and if you do, if you do that, the results will come. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And also wearing shirts that fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's part of the challenge of this journey, especially yeah. when you're successful like you, you got to keep on buying new shirts. Yeah. I, love it. I don't size. mind it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And my last question is, you know, if we can end this on a, on a note in a message, this could be some life advice that you hold very dear, but also perhaps some, some more advice through guys who kind of are in some dark times, who have been going through some dark times like you were. Any things to share to kind of like put a nice bow on this conversation that we've had? Yeah, sure. Um, number one is, is 
take your time, whatever you're going through, uh, forgive yourself. Um, but, um, don't be in the, uh, in pity for too long. Um, the mm -hmm. best thing you can do for yourself is action. Um, and you know, again, like I said, it can be what I did. I, you know, I just dove right in, or if you got to mm -hmm. start small, um, you know, get off the couch and start doing things and mm -hmm. be consistent about it. Um, and have an accountability partner, partner, um, you know, mm -hmm. I got my neighbor, Nick, right. He would come and do my workouts. And, and so all of, all of those things, the thing is you can do it. Like you can, you, you saw my pictures, you can yeah. do it. You see, anybody can do this. Um, and if, if you, you're never going to fail. That's the other thing I want to say, right. Just, it, these, these are cliches, but sometimes cliches are true. Like, yeah, just, just keep at it, get back up at it, forgive yourself. Um, but there's, there is that better version out there. It's, it's waiting for you. It's just, it's up to you, man. This is like inspirationally true. <laughs> I'm feeling it so much. Like I I'm loving this. You, you absolutely crush this podcast, your family, when they get to listen to this, your son's going to be very proud. Like my dad absolutely rocked this one. And I just want to thank you again from behalf of our team for showing up the way you did in this program and certainly in this conversation. Appreciate it, sir. Uh, anything else you need, you let me know. Um, I'll uh, be rocking my Fit Father t-shirt uh, pretty soon when it comes in the mail. Love it. Thanks so much, Andrew. Peace. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, Visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.